Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. From the Gert Boyle studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. It's been about two weeks since war broke out in Israel and Gaza, though thousands of miles away, the war and subsequent humanitarian crisis have taken an emotional toll on many Oregonians. An event in Wilsonville this past weekend brought together medical and mental health professionals to help people develop coping mechanisms and find support through community. Farah Ramchandani organized the event. Selma Kwan Anderson is a registered nurse who helped facilitate it. They join us now to talk about it. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Farah, first, how have you been emotionally impacted by the attack by Hamas and then the war that's followed? Well, I've been watching television and witnessing it, this horror, horror of the bomb going up and smoke on the air, mothers crying, children still weeping, uh, you see dead bodies, etc. I've been very much impacted. It's unimaginable to witness pain and struggle of the, of the mothers and the children and families in the war. It reminds me of the time, and so many of the people have been um, have been taken and and they probably are alive somewhere. But to witness all of this, it reminds me of my own personal situation that many, many uh, years ago, my brother was one of the hostages in Iran. Hmm. And in, in 1979. In, yes, exactly. And, uh, and for six months, we were trying and struggling to get him out of the um, out of the prison in Iran. And um, it, it was real, real difficult, really, really difficult, because you work with different stages, you know. At first, you, you know, you try to reach out by local peoples and, 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 and um, the government agencies, etc. And it was during the time of election between Reagan and, and uh, Carter, and uh, you, everybody was uh, out for doing fundraisings, et cetera. And you, it was just helplessness mm. of reaching out to people. And at this time, it reminds me, those, those pain that you f- suffer in the past, it brings all those back. And I felt the pain of the people. And so I felt that it is, it is time to, for us individually to do something about what is going on in the world. We, each one of us, are responsible for, for what is happening. And, and I felt, I, I, I seemed to feel so helpless. Hmm. I was really quite helpless in seeing the children crying and the mothers and seeing blood. It, it just, it, it, it's, it's just imaginable. And it brought, it seemed like it was just next door to me. But yes, I could not reach out <laughs> to help those people. Uh, Selma, what about you? Why yeah. did you want to take part in this event? So Farah called me in the midst of this um, emotional upheaval that she was feeling. And I was just feeling the same way. I work as a nurse, and recently I uh, had was involved in you know 
directly with things that affect our society, but like gun violence, um, we, you know, the fentanyl addiction, I see a lot of that as a nurse, and then now finally the warfare. And one day I'm, you know, I pride myself as a professional that I can normally detach from these emotions and do what I need to do to care for people. Because it, it seems like a requirement for your yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and when Farah called me that day, I was just, I had just let down and all these emotions came out of me. Hmm. And I, and, uh, and, I was struck by them, and Farah called me, and she said she started to tell me, and I said, I know, I know, I'm feeling the same way. What can we do? And we both came to the conclusion of what can we do, because if we're, we can't possibly be the only ones that are feeling this. And so then we thought about, you know, what about the collective trauma? What about other people feeling the same way? What are they doing with their feelings? So that's what we decided to focus on. You know, helping others to deal with this sense of powerlessness that we all have. Hmm. Yeah. Farah, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but the sense I've gotten is that the goal of the event wasn't about talking about the political intricacies of what's going on or the the very the complicated history, but about steering the conversation in in a different direction. So, what was the different direction? The different how to deal with our our inner feelings and how to be able to uh, focus on something positive that we could do for others. And because, you know, it isn't just children and mothers, et cetera, but the environment, how is the environment is being affected by all of these things? The animals, uh, the farms, all these bombs that are going up, they're going to just affect not just only people in Israel or in that region. It's going to affect all of us. How are we going to prevent such atrocity becoming uh, a norm, normal way of life? It isn't. It cannot be. So, And I see the rise in all the community arising against you know, against such atrocities. Selma, what, what were your hopes for the event? Uh, my hope was to really leave with something positive so that we wouldn't be paralyzed by this anxiety that we were all feeling. You know, and and our hope and Dr. Daryl Ekrit came to share with us, and he talked about how that together, collectively, we can have synergy and talk about these things and come up with maybe an answer, maybe an answer of what we can do. Hmm. You know, what did you hear from participants who showed up? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So we heard the same thing. You know, um, people said they. They watch the news just enough to keep um, to be informed, but they don't want to delve any more, you know, because it's so emotionally um, affecting them, and um, and they want to know about coping mechanisms. They wanted to they wanted to know how what they can do in their own world, and you know, you know, so. What kind of coping coping mechanisms did come up? Um, so we talked about how sharing as a group helps, that none of us really have the answer, but in the synergy that we create, that we come up with the positive things. 
And we had another presenter, um, uh, Dr. Janice Cockrell, show up. And she talked about the history of war and how actually the history of war and um, has really improved this over the years. And so we kind of reviewed history and we um, talked about uh, about um, that. I don't know. <laughs> but but that that mm-hmm. gave you help. The, the sense that that despite. What it appears to be, mm-hmm. what you heard exactly. is that things actually are getting better. Yeah. Yes. So, for instance, like the um, the all the humanitarian organizations, the number of humanitarian organizations are at a precedented high. Hmm. You know, the number of children and women groups involved; those are at at a high. So, you know, those were things that we looked at. Hmm. Yeah. I'm curious, Farah, what it meant to you to simply be able to gather together, I mean, to be among other people, even if you were all feeling anxiety and grief, what did it mean to simply be together? Well, it just shows that whether what our beliefs are or what nations we are born, etc., that mankind as a whole is has this feeling of, of connection we are all bonded by the power of love. We are bonded by the. Uh, 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 my feelings are no different than we, we. This gathering was basically seeing people who were Christian, who were Muslims, who were Baha'is, who were atheists, etc. That's right. They were. We all felt that this this connection of bond of love. It connects us. That unity through diversity, as in the Baha'i writings states, is that unity through diversity is essential, and that we must accept people of other of other culture and of other. But it doesn't matter who they are. We we feel their pain as they feel our pain. I'm sure. Hmm. And Samuel, what did it mean to you to be able to gather together? after the social isolation for so many of us of the pandemic? Mm, yeah, yeah. Good question. That's a very good question. You know, there's a big pause here, right? Yeah, and I don't even know where to begin on that. But um, it's that feeling of unity it brings us back to that that coming together that we all have the the power of overcoming thoughts of war of overcoming the thoughts of war with a ever more powerful thought of peace and unity you know and i think that's and unity is about synergy right and you can't do that alone so I think coming out of the isolation of, of COVID, it meant a lot to me. It meant, it, yeah. And it doesn't matter what or where we come from. But I think one of these things is make us aware from this gathering, what makes us more and more concerned about the, the world at large, not, you know, where we come from or what, what, how we grew up, but this has made us, the war has really made us aware of others and the conditions of others. It has, 
it has um, it, you know it has educated us it has made us concerned you know look at this country people come from all over the world and what did they do they bring their tradition they bring their food they bring their uh, culture they bring their their beliefs etc there's that freedom but that during the time of the covid you to ask that question about the covid it isolated us it isolated us. but it was really hard and and it's because we're not like little cats go in the corner and and uh, you know meow. But as a human, we are are we must have contact with each other. Fair Ramchandani and Selma Quine Anderson, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sema Quine-Anderson is a registered nurse. Farah Ramchandani uh, was one of the organizers of an event over the weekend to help people who are dealing with the emotional toll from the war in Israel and Gaza and a lot of other things going on in society right now.